All right, everyone. Welcome back to uh, Believe in Mizzou. This is going to be episode number nine. I have Mr. Marcus Lucas with me. Uh, coming off of a victory to uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores, maybe not overly impressive, but a W is a W. Uh, certainly a game I know that you were uh, present for and able to witness. Um, what takeaways, if any, do you have that kind of really jump off the page from you in this most recent Mizzou game? Um, crowd participation. <laughs> that was that was great. Yeah. Um, we had one of our top selling uh, games in a while since um, homecoming a few years ago. So that was great to see. Um, there was a lot of tigers that came home for homecoming this past mm-hmm. um, weekend. So that was great. Great. I got to bring my son back and well, I was there with my mom. And so we got to do all the little festivities, Go, got to uh, join the parade and all that good stuff. So um, that was a good takeaway from the weekend for me, um, just being able to have that experience, come home as an alumni, mm-hmm. um, as a f- ex-football player, that kind of thing. Just always good to be around Mizzou on homecoming weekend. So I'll start with that. Um, as far yeah. as the game, like you said, we got to win. That I mean, we got back into the W column and that was the number one goal for the week. And we we executed that. Um, It wasn't the best game that we anticipated having, especially uh, facing this uh, struggling Vanderbilt team in conference play, especially. Um, But we we did what we needed to do to get it done. Um, The defense, they played lights out. They played Mm -hmm. uh, a game that you would expect them to play. Um, they made some pressure, um, on the quarterback. They, you know, got down and dirty in the run game. They were, you know, covering well, all that good stuff. So, uh, kudos to the defense and the offense. Uh, we started the game off hot. I mean, that was something that we've struggled with. It was just starting fast. We got to start fast this, this game, but then it kind of dissipated after that. So we can get into that a little bit later, but that's my those are my key takeaways kind of from the game yeah and obviously i wasn't present but i i i i can feel that just from you i can feel the energy you know through the tv you could tell there were a lot of people there they're ready for homecoming the crowd was hype certainly people love when players like yourself and alumni like yourself come home um that win i think i won't call it challenging but to get a win period against another sec team when you have three fumbles and an interception. I think there's, there's, there's something to take away from it and we can get a little more detail on defense as we get a little deeper in the show. But you know, when it all came down, you know, when it came down to it, they stopped them and turned them over on downs at the end of the game. And this defense has been making a statement all season long. So now after, excuse me, after the week, they're 23rd ranked in the nation. And that is incredible. And it is necessary, honestly, because I think there's still some questions around, um, you know, what that doesn't mean drinks do anything wrong, but there's some questions around play calling and then who's going to be under center. There's still some instability there. um, And I I think that is that's a concern moving into the rest of the schedule. So before we get into kind of previewing South Carolina, some other notes from the game I thought were really important. You talked about starting fast. The, you know, the phenom uh, out of high school, Luther, Dominic Lovett, wide receiver one, has actually been carrying a lot of the, the receiver squad. 
but Burden got a touchdown early and he showed you that athleticism and that speed catching a very basic screen pass and taking that to the house in a matter of seconds and then also rushed for TD. That, to me, those weapons should only help open up the running game, which I think is something that's that's currently underutilized. We did watch, and right in front of our eyes, we watched Brady Cook have a pretty tough pass there. That was, yeah. I mean, obviously, I've never played the quarterback position. I'm sure it's one of the more difficult positions on the field. However, I mean, you have to see that at this level, the most of, yeah, for sure. You have to see that at this level. I mean, it was a horrible pass with that said, it seems like if you separate the very few mistakes he makes, I know we talked about it in a much older episode. It is kind of like a Sam Bradford, a very safe, like Joe Flacco kind of, you know, Carson Wentz, you know, dink and dunk seven eight yards at a time he's had a couple deep balls but he still may be the safest player at that position now and and more importantly tell me if i'm wrong on this and you know better than anyone having to study and learn and memorize a playbook how unfair would it be to shift gears more than halfway through the season and potentially adjust the entire or a lot of the playbook and the offensive scheme with a new QB. Don't you think that might be an issue for the rest of the squad? I I, I definitely do. Um, at this point in the season, we're still fighting for bowl eligibility. Um, mm-hmm. We're still, we still want to put games together. We still want to win games. We still want to put ourselves in the best position. Um, I think that if we roll with cook, um, it just shows that, we're we're sticking to what we we our guns sticking to our guns sticking to what is safe and what is familiar for this team right now. Mm-hmm. I think that he he is like you you kind of alluded to. He's a game manager. He's mm-hmm. he's not going to you know put up a whole bunch of game breaking plays. He's not, um, but he's also not going to to make too many mistakes. I think he had an interception this game. But, you know, in that in that instance, you're, you're referring to, but he he did what he needed to do to win the game. He put mm-hmm. us in a good field position at the end of the, the second quarter when we came down and got some points before half mm-hmm. um, ultimately led to that. That's what won the game for us um, outside of, you know, the second half. Just we got I think we got away from what was working in the first half. I think that, you know. We started to to press the ball downfield a little bit more than we could have or should have. Um, but at the end of the day, the defense is it's a team sport, right? And uh-huh. The defense helped us out. They they carried us that game. The offense owes someone. I'll say that I'll, I'll leave it that yeah. way. And that's and that's just how it works in the, in the uh, the locker room. There's been games where I've been a part of where the offense just doesn't seem to get it going. Sure. Um, and the defense has to step up, and it's just like you know. At the all at the end of the game, it's like thank your brother, uh, thank you for for carrying us today because this game it, it goes to y'all. Um, positives, I think we did a little bit better on third down mm-hmm. uh, this this week. I think that that kind of uh, extended drives and and that helped us in that regard. I think we were about fifty percent mm-hmm. on third down conversion, so that that really helped. But the turnovers. I mean, the turnovers almost were detrimental to us. Luckily, our defense made stands to where they didn't turn into points um, for Vanderbilt. 
So all that to say is, you know, we, we know our, our pain points and we know where we can learn and where we can get better. Uh, we just have to, to it, it all starts in the film room. I think I sound like a broken record saying it, it starts in the film room. It starts early in the week um, to get those mental errors out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, we played pretty much penalty free this game, which was good. Um, so that just that just lets me know that we weren't executing at a high level. Yep, and, that, and that's what's going to be the difference to carry us through the rest of the season because the, our schedule is no slouch for the rest of the year. Um, you know, everybody that we play the rest of the season is playing good football. Yep, and we're going to have to pay play better, and, and that's that's what it's all going to come down to. I agree with everything you said. I mean, ultimately. You know, this is one of those, you know, D, thanks for carrying us. I think it, what's going to happen, though, is offense. The offense has to find a way to be more efficient because these guys, you know, 33 minutes on the field, I think it was to 27 for Vanderbilt. You know, you had a lot of that last week and the week before and a week before that. And even right. though we won the time of possession against Georgia, we need both of them to click, which is the offense taking up more time on the field, letting the defense rest and converting on third down with minimized penalties. They got two of them this week. You know, they did great on the penalties. We did better on third down. But those turnovers had the defense on the field more than they needed to be, and they were gassed. You could see it late. They made the play and stopped them, but, I mean, they were just on the field so much. So my greatest, uh, I won't call it concern, but one thing I think is if we can really, moving forward, make the run game a priority because one thing I have noticed a lot of is you get a three and out and then maybe another three and out. And then it seems like they completely abandon that run game. You know, we saw that at the end of the Georgia game. It's like, you just need to hold serve. You don't have to get 50 yards. You don't have to get these big chunk plays. You just need to move the sticks and take up some time. And then I'm not one to knock play calling because obviously Drink knows a lot more more about it than me. He was asked recently, and he said, I'll revisit it at the end of the year. And to the point we just made about relearning a playbook and changing scheme, I don't think that's fair to any of the players. So I agree with that. He should take it to the end of the year, and if he continues to do it, so be it. But it definitely shouldn't adjust midstream. But you do often see a lot of – and, you know, you saw that with Pinkle too, you know, third and short and we're in the shotgun or, you know, draws when you've got Schrader who is low to the ground, big boy and can push a pile as can Nathaniel Pete. I do think we're a little bit gun shy on being confident that we can pick up short yardage. And then you, you in turn put a lot of pressure on a still very inexperienced Brady cook. So moving into the next week, moving until Saturday, it would be nice to them make a concerted effort to try to be a little bit more lopsided on run uh, as opposed to pass. Yeah. So I think, I think our offensive line has to take that personally. Yeah. Um, I think that that that's where the accountability is going to be kind of resting. Uh, I think that, that the, the offensive line needs to come together as a collective unit and, and, you know, I don't want to say demand to the coach, but cause we can't really make demands, but sure. Let's put it put it on our shoulders. Take some take some ownership when it's third and short, when it's in we're in our short yardage um situations. Mm-hmm. Put it on our shoulders. Let's get behind us. Let's run. Let's go get this first down. Let's keep the chains moving. Let's k- stay on the field. Let's keep our defense off the field. 
Let's go put a drive together. I think that that's what the 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 whole kind of the whole it's the whole thing is kind of behind that is is yep. having faith in our offensive line to make the blocks to go do it. We've seen it throughout the year um, with our stable of running backs of them making big plays and and getting those you know short yardage plays, getting those extra yards, things like that. We we know that we have the talent and the ability to do it. It's, you know, let's have the trust. Do we have the trust to go get it and go get it done? Um, so I think that, that that's going to be a, the big challenge of the week is is for the O-line to kind of step into their identity. They've been growing and been tested all year. Um, but standing in that I- identity of we're going to we're going to get that inch. We're going to get that yard. We're going to get that two yards and let's go. You know, we need to we we you know, I'm not sure where we're at now. Earlier in the year, we were over four yards a pop almost yeah. five yards a pop still about there yeah so let's run the ball let's get yes it. you know <laughs> let's 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 go get that and then we can take you know take chances whenever it's you know it whenever it brings merit because we do have big big play receivers as well we do so um uh, one thing that we used to do uh to to kind of extend the running game we did a lot of bubble screen and screens mm-hmm. bubble passes and screens you know, that kind of is an extension of our run game. It, it, it opens things up. It gets players ball the ball in space. I think that that's something that we could get back to a little bit just to get creative of, you know, getting our playmakers the ball early and quick and, and letting them make those plays on the outside. We got good downfield blocking. I've mm-hmm. seen it with our receiving crew. Um, I think that, that we can make some 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 noise and some splashes, some big plays if we can get the ball into our playmakers hands quick and letting them do what they do. And also, I mean, unless they implement the running game and do it on a regular basis, play action doesn't carry the same oomph. It doesn't mean oh. as much. It It is not a worthwhile endeavor to back yourself up and add an additional layer of, of protection, which means sure. one less man open because he's back protecting the QB. If the QB is not experienced and if you don't have the time and if they don't think you're going to actually run the ball because you don't run it. So they need to get more attempts, you know, seeing, you know, halves where Schrader and Pete combined for eight carries. And then when they do carry, they get chunk yard. I just don't understand it. So I won't call the play calling erratic, but I think it's, um, I think it's reactive. You know, we have a rough drive and then suddenly we we start making changes as opposed to what works, which is when we run the football, we should, in theory, over three downs generally get a first down. And when we like you said, when we have to pass that ball. We pass it. And when you have weapons like Dominic Lovett, Luther Burden and Bannister came back, who's their third receiver. Mm-hmm. Mookie Cooper had a decent game. He had a 40 something yards and a couple catches. Those guys only get more open because of the way you run that football. Right. And like you said, a direct challenge to the offensive line is going to give Cook more time as well. Go ahead. I'm it is. No, what I was saying, I just looked it up. So this this past week, we had 40 attempts for 97 yards. That's mm-hmm. 2.4 yards a, a, an attempt. Yeah. So per rush, excuse me. Yeah. So that is probably why mm-hmm. Coach Drink abandoned the run game. Yeah. If we're only getting two yards a chunk and we yeah. got, you know, third and four, third and three. He, he doesn't he, think you're going to convert. Yep. He, he doesn't think we're going to convert while we were getting 8.4 yards a pass. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, I think that that got kind of goes along with it. If you look at the analytics, I know the coaches do the players don't necessarily, but the coaches, they look at the analytics, you know, throughout the whole game. Yep. And that is something, you know, just from an inside scoop of like, this is what's working for us. And this is what's not the run game wasn't working for us on mm-hmm. Saturday. And so that why that might be why drink abandoned the game, the run game. Sure. But at the same time, we, we have to continue to, to beat it down and beat it down and beat it down if that's our identity. If yep. that's what's worked for us in the past, it's like, okay, if we're only getting 2.4 yards, I mean, it was 40 attempts, though. I mean, yeah. He, he he tried. I mean, yeah. let's 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 leave it there. I mean, yep. he 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 ran the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, we just weren't getting the holes that we normally get. We weren't getting. And we had some tough calls, you know, sure. uh, against us, and just things weren't going our way. Just in a weird way, um, especially in that second half. Certainly. So, I mean, I think all that kind of goes into the play calling and the decision making and things like that, because um, you have to you have to listen to the numbers to some degree. But we still, like you said, we have to establish that that run game early. Get try to get chunk plays. If you know we can get ten yards in a run play, I mean a run, yeah, on a run play, that's great. You know, if we can get fifteen on a pass play, that's great. These are big plays. One hundred percent. That's that's what's going to be the key to to this next game. Is is how many? If we can get ten plus big plays in the game, we should be all right. I agree, and. And I agree with you. I mean, obviously it wasn't working. They, I, I would like to see him recommit and at least give it that effort to hopefully loosen it up because I am very convinced that Brady Cook is is uh, capable, as you said, as a game manager. But until you feel the season is lost, you shouldn't make the change. That's so if we lose this game, we are now one in four in the SEC. And then now it gets pretty close to being a lost season. You know, looking at Tennessee undefeated, looking at Kentucky on the fifth ranked, looking at a rivalry game against Arkansas to end the year. I think we have New Mexico State between those. But I'm not going to pin Tennessee as an L. Anything could happen, almost beat Georgia. However, that's a very difficult game. Um, The Kentucky game is a difficult game. This South Carolina, I won't call it must win, but for the sake of this season – it's getting pretty close. So, you know, I don't know exactly what those pieces are that would spell victory, but I, I do think they're doing a lot of those things right, which is being disciplined, um, not making a lot of penalties bodes well. They also got healthy off that bye week. Right. They needed that. I they mean, they had a couple came, defensive right? guys that were out. Um, yeah. Burden, love it, Bannister. I mean, your top three receivers all had lower body issues. Um, Elijah Young, our third string running back, who started the year as our first string and might be just as talented as Schrader and Pete. He just doesn't get as many touches. He was able to get some health back. So I do think this is the best they could possibly be in terms of health entering this game. Nobody left last game too banged up. And I think Brady's going to get another opportunity to be the guy. Um, But if this game is lost, I wouldn't be shocked if Sam Horn or Tyler Macon get some clock because at that point, you're fighting for a lesser than bowl game, which lesser than their standards of Mizzou standards Um, and might not even be fighting for a bowl game at all, given what's next on the schedule. So this game is about as close to a must win at this stage of the season as as we've had in a long time. Is there anything specific you think they need to really point to? Obviously I agree with you on everything you said, anything else that needs to happen, you think to get a W out of this? Just everything we talked about, man, Mm -hmm. just that, that ownership from the offensive line, 
um, making making the quarterback right at the, from the skill position, um, mm-hmm. from receivers, uh, running backs, tight ends, making the making the quarterback right. Go make plays for him. I think that that's something that we continue we have to continue to do um, to to build confidence in the play caller and mm-hmm. and the quarterback himself, um, the team, the defense, the morale of the team. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, just keep keep putting pressure on the quarterback. We got to get to the quarterback, you know, keep being great um, in the run game um, and, and continue to com- improve in the passing game. Uh, I think that we're going to we're going to need to take the ball away a little bit more because we can't play with these turnovers. Mm-hmm. I mean, turnovers have it didn't it didn't kill us this game, but it should have. Um, luckily our defense have stepped up and, and made some stops when we needed to. Um, but we have to control the turnover margin. I think I talk about that every week as well. Oh yeah. And then continue to, to play well on special teams, um, continue to make our field goals, continue to, to get, you know, maybe we get a return this week again. Mm-hmm. Maybe we, we can get a block on punt. Um, these kind of things. Are, are you know these and and then winning the 50 50s i think that that if we can win the 50 50s this week you know everything it's always you know a game of inches it's always one call this mm-hmm. way or that way if we can get those on our side you know south carolina is going to be pumped up after the big win that they had last oh week. yeah so they're amped up they're feeling good about themselves so we have to to come in and not you know we got to win but we have to come in there controlled. Uh, Columbia, South Carolina is not an easy place to play. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're going to be fired up. They're going to be ready to go. And we have to come in there poised, uh, prepared, and, and ready to execute. Makes sense. And I'm not a blame game guy. I never have been. Um, but I do think accountability is important. Um, you know, as you pointed out, the run game wasn't great last week, but has been most of the year. Um, yeah, the special teams after a couple Rocky, you know, you know, a couple things here and there has been very good. Mm-hmm. They've been mostly disciplined on, um, uh, from the penalty side for the most part and have one of the better defenses in the nation, which is why I think you have a lot of media critics, even alumni, you know, current student body trying to find what it is. And they always wind up in one of two places. It's the quarterback or to drink. Do you think drinks on the hot seat? And, and, and I know we've talked about this before. I don't know if he's on it, but I don't know if it's warranted. Um, this closing games, I think is what got, has people you so close three weeks in a row you lose. And then last week almost gave it away. Do you think he's on the hot seat? And if he is, does he deserve that? I think I told you a couple couple weeks ago. We got to finish. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, just you're finish. Right. Yep. And and you know it doesn't always come down to the coach. I mean, it comes down to the players. I mean, there's only so much the coach can do. We have to. The, he can call the players. We got to execute the plays. Mm-hmm. We got to finish the game out. We can't get up. You know, 17 in the first half, and you know, come out of the locker room like lackadaisical, thinking that you know we're 14 point overdogs or whatever, and we're gonna just you know, go over this team. They haven't won SEC game in however many years against exactly. us, you know, whatever the case is, Yeah. you know, it's like, come on guys, let's go. Like, you know, these, these kind of games are where you can get some boost, some confidence and things uh-huh. like that. And we didn't take advantage of that moment. So uh, I can't put it all on drink. I think that, you know, what he's doing from a recruiting standpoint is great. 
Mm-hmm. We see the, the and I think that's what makes Mizzou fans, uh, alumni, whoever that's following this team so frustrated is because they see the potential of the team. Yes. They see how, how great the defense is playing, how, how, how our skill players, how, how great they look at times. They see the potential of this team and they're just like, why isn't it there? And they want somebody to fa- take the fall. And, and it's a team thing. It's a, mm-hmm. from the coaching, coaching staff all the way to the, to the equipment staff. Mm-hmm. It's got to be everybody has to have that full buy-in to this program and to where they want to be. Um, and I, I, I think the sky is the limit for this team, you know, in future years, I think that drink is going to continue to, to recruit well, like he's been doing. And I think that, you know, over the next year or so, I think this year was kind of a year where we've, you know, battled injuries. We've, we've battled, you know, chemistry, Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, having a, a big time recruit come in and, and shake things up at the wide receiver position, you know, having a defense that, you know, is bringing some starters back, some new guys, some transfers all over the place. So I think that we, we kind of got to take this season to, I don't want to talk it as a rebuilding year, but it, it, it almost is to us, to a certain extent of, getting familiar with each other, getting used to, to being out there together and then building in the future with, when we have a couple of, of quarterbacks that, that we've seen play at a high level in the, in the high school, you know, realm, Mm -hmm. they come in and maybe that that's that, that extra ump that we need um, to, to kind of put this, this team together. I don't see them coming in these next couple weeks, but maybe that if, if, if I, I hate to say it, but if, if we don't see things going in the right direction, going into that new Mexico game, I think that's whenever we might see another quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I think I agree with you completely. You know, it's, it's, you've got the, the group of individual people or the talent, is as good as most teams in the country. It's just like you said, finishing. They can't close games. And unfortunately, they do usually look at the QB or the quarterback, you know, yeah. or the play call in, and they're looking for something. Like and the quarterback is the best position on any football team. I, I, I imagine so, because you're just <laughs> chilling, waiting. You're not getting hit. And you're even if getting... you come in and don't perform, they didn't expect you to. You weren't supposed to. You're the you're backup. The, you're the backup. There's you didn't no, start. There's you, no pressure. You know, I did no what I was pre- supposed to do. Yeah. Exactly. Chase, Chase Daniel made like $60 million or something. So, I'm know, telling good you. Good for him. You know, Good for him. Yeah. He's but yeah. All in practice. And yeah. You know, I mean, he shows up whenever he's supposed to. He manages the game. He he makes the throws yeah. and and he collects the check. <laughs> he's getting, getting big checks. I do exactly. think I do think they need a signature win. Or let me say they. Yeah, pink or uh, not pinkle. Um, I do think Drink needs a a signature win. Yeah, South Carolina on the road and ranked in the top twenty five, just inside, but in the top twenty five. SEC team, tough place to play. I. I say this every week. They they are going to win this football game. I feel good about it. Don't ask me why. I think the pressure is minimal, very minimal. And this might sound crazy. They might score the most points they've scored. South Carolina's defense is soft is soft in some spots where Mizzou is it performs well in. Um, they're not a bad team. They're a much better team than Mizzou on paper. But I am convinced that Mizzou has 
minimal pressure. I know people are not excited about the way they won this most recent football game, but they won. And at the end of the day, they get a W. It's a W. Everyone's healthy. Um, Brady Cook probably knows that this is getting close to time they're going to swap this thing out and get someone else in there. So he wants to perform. I feel very, very good about this football game. You have a prediction on it? Um, uh, I think that we, I, I know we're going to win, you know, like, you like I'm trying to think of the, the score that I want. Um, let's think, I think that we win 33 to 27. Okay. This might sound crazy. I think they're going to score 42 points. I don't know what they're going to give up. I want to go 42 to 24. Okay. That's that. That's my pick. I I don't know why I feel that, that confident. I just feel like we're going to watch them move the football. (laughs) They're going to do it with ease. And then this is what is necessary to get everybody off their back. That'll take them to two and three in the conference, uh, wave a momentum behind them. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited. Make sure y'all tune in. They're obviously going to be underdogs. Um, I do think they're going to perform well, and I do think they're going to win this football game. You got anything else you want to add, Marcus? I do too, man. Um, Shoot, I'm down here by myself in uh, Charlotte. I'm in North Carolina, but there's a lot of South Carolina fans. We're only about an hour and a half away from Columbia, South Carolina. (laughs) So y'all pray for me this weekend. We got you. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm definitely going to be rocking my black and gold. And um we're, I, I expect us to 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 get this go go take care of business. Yes, sir. Bring the, the cup back. I forgot what they fight for these days. Um, they, they made the, like a game, the Battle of the Columbias. I forgot. Maybe it's the sure. Governor's Cup or something like that, or Governor's mm-hmm. Hat. I forgot exactly what it is. But sure, let's go win that. Let's go bring it back to me. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm sir. Cool with that, and yes, sir. Um, I'm I'm just excited for these guys. I want them to come out, I'll rally behind each other. I mean, every out off the the ups and downs that they've had of this season, I I see them still fighting for each other, playing with their brother, um, you know, relying on each other, still having fun out there together. Um, no, I, I didn't, from what I saw, didn't see any arguments on the sideline blaming or anything like that. So that's, that's important to have within the team. So I, I, I give them kudos to that because it hasn't been easy, mm-hmm. but I'm excited um, that they're staying together, sticking together, and and they need to go get this win. Absolutely. Well, we will hope to uh, bring home a W on Saturday. Marcus, as always, I appreciate you uh, being here, man. Any any last-minute words that you want to throw in there? No, man. M-I-Z. Yes, sir. Z-O-U. Appreciate everybody being here, and we'll see you all again next week. Yes, sir. Thank you.